Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. And welcome to episode 140 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Something bell keeps ringing. Happy Holidays to you. Completely important. Is it actually called the Something Bell? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, joining me, Claire Lydon, is my host, the Holly Jolly, TB Markinson. Hello, TB. How the holly jolly are you today? Oh, I'm so holly jolly. I'm actually I'm wearing my uh, Snoopy hoodie with uh, Snoopy and Woodstock uh, hanging stockings on the side of his doghouse. I'm ready for holidays. Let's holiday the shit out of this. Yes. That's not a phrase. But Let's holiday the out. shit out of it. So, what have you been doing this week? Uh, what have I been doing this week? So, as we mentioned, they, uh, we're inching closer to the holidays. And this is usually the time of year I start winding down a bit on the writing front. I've sent my latest London novella to the editor, so that's off my plate for the rest of the year. Thank goodness. Um, I do have some IHL, I Heart Lesbic projects uh, that will keep me busy in December. I am, uh, there's a sale, a 99 cent sale that starts on December 26th. Do I have to give you the book? <laughs> just remembered that she needs to send me details for. <laughs> Writing it down now, writing it down. <laughs> so I have to format the sale page, or pages, depending on how many books we get. It's not a mega sale, so hopefully we, I can get it on one page, but who knows? Who knows? Also, we're uh, deciding on the reading challenge categories for the 2022 reading challenge. I have mapped out what categories I think will work, and now I'm trying to slot all the books into the categories. But it's a bit of a puzzle challenge because... Each author was able to give five options for the subgenre, so I'm trying to be as fair as possible, but still represent all the different categories. So, but we all know I love these kind of puzzles. It's always fun. Oh my god! I the, torture myself. With the, the look of bliss on TB's face as she was saying that was real. It was real. I like to figure shit out. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other news, in writing news, I do have some writing news besides the fact that I'm not writing right now. Miranda McLeod and I have launched our Bella series. Oh, very exciting. It's called, I think, I can never remember the title because I think I confuse it with one of your titles, but it's called A London Love Story. And each week we'll release a new episode and it's about four American expats in London. I don't know where I got the inspiration for this. Mm. So far we have five episodes in the bag, which gives us some breathing room. I wanted to have a certain amount of episodes ready to go before we launched because, as we all know, Life can rear its ugly head and derail best laid plans. So I wanted to have a few, uh, uh, some cushioning. You seem pained by that. No, I was just doing. No. A I was just doing a face, really, just stretching my okay. face. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're doing your stretches, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the goals for next year. I just thought I'd start early. Start now. <laughs> doing the neck muscles. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious to see. Um, how this experiment goes mm. uh, Bella is only available in the US and Amazon to my knowledge hasn't fully pushed the new platform button like they're not they're not I mean I've seen on the Amazon store on the US Amazon store like I'll see ads for it but I don't think they've done the full court press on announcing this so 
we have plans. Um, we're thinking of three different ways to get the story into readers' hands. So, because we don't want to just have it for the U.S. readers. So, we, we're coming up with plans so we can get it in everybody's hands over time. Um, and other news, not a lot's been happening, really. It's uh, quite chilly here. So, I've been drinking a lot of hot chocolate in the evening, listening to Christmas tunes, watching my television shows, and reading one chapter a day of a book. Because, you know, I'm a writer. I should read more. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and, you know, that 2021 goal, I really got to cram in the reading now. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast the other day, um, <clears throat> and the host, their goal was to read 30 books a quarter. And they had uh, they had six books left to read and in, like, 18 days for this quarter. But they've hit, the, hit it every other quarter. So they, And they were like, okay, so that's 2.3 books a week. And my head exploded as she said that. I was like, what? So, 30 books a quarter? Yeah. So, 120 books? Am I doing the math right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> of course, wow. Some, some of our readers, you know, they read a lot more than that. But, you know, if I read, you know, a book a week, I'm quite happy with that. So. Wow. I would be very thrilled with a book a week, but I get derailed. Hmm. I like to watch my, my murder shows. Murder, murder. She loves a bit of murder. And going back to your Kindle Vella, um, so you've launched it. So how many episodes have you got up on the platform now? So we will just be starting to launch the uh, second episode because uh, we're launching, I think, five days a week. Like five, There's five sections per episode. Okay. So Monday will be like... So each week will be an episode. And so over the course of the week, you get an entire episode. And then so if it's December 13th, like I think it will be when this goes live, episode two will just be dripping out. Because that's the whole point okay. of Vela, where they, they want yeah. little bits at a yeah. time. I forget their catchphrase. Okay. They have like a they have a marketing thing, and I can't remember what it is exactly. But yes, so we're starting episode two. Okay, so and how, um, how many chapters are there? Is it a normal sort of book size? It's going to be uh, 20 episodes. 20 episodes, right. Okay. So each each chapter would be roughly about 5,000 words. Okay. Or each episode, about 5,000 words. So what is that, 5 times 20? You know, you need, to, you need to decide, is it an episode or a chapter? Because I keep saying chapters, then you said episodes, then I said episodes, then you said chapters. Well, you're confusing me. <laughs> Clearly, you're using words. <laughs> I don't know the words. I'm just a writer. I word things. <laughs> But yeah, so it'll be 20 episodes for the first season, and I think what we have planned are three seasons, but don't hold me to that because things might change. We This Vela is very new, so we're not sure how it's going to go. Uh, I'm not usually the type to dip my toes in such new waters, but um, when Miranda said you can write about London, I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, she I mean, she knew exactly the card to use to get me involved. Yes. No, it's exciting, and it'll be exciting to see how it goes. Especially, you know, I, I probably wouldn't do it anyway, but even if I could, I wanted to, I can't because I'm in the UK. So uh, it'll be exciting to see how it goes for you because I'm sure it will get rolled out in the UK and then Australia, Canada, and then the rest of the world, as they always do. But um, at the moment, just US. Yes, we're the testing ground. So it may be a smashing success, or they may just, like, back off it and, like, quietly kill it. Like my blogging where I've just quietly killed my blog. <laughs> murder, murder. <laughs> yes, yes. So 
that's what's going on here. Not a lot. A lot mostly I heart less Vic. Yeah. And hot chocolate. I love hot chocolate this time of year. When, okay. And just to annoy you, I really take a lot of fun when I dip my uh, my candy cane in it because I know you love the mixture of peppermint and chocolate. Oh, I wish we could have that face Not good. <laughs> on the, for the photo. I wish we could include that face. That was awesome. Do you know, though, I, was I, pure disgust. I do like after eight minutes, though. Yes, you said that. You just don't like the hot chocolate with mint. Mm, no, 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 hard no. And I don't like mint chocolate chip ice cream, so, you know. I don't either ever since um, COVID, so mm. that was a weird thing that went away. Yeah. Because I used to be a big fan about that, but now I'm like, mm can't do it. Yeah. Just no. the thought of it makes me sick. Now you're like, <laughs> toothpaste, ice cream, hard swerve. Anyway, over here. So uh, I have um, decided to park the book I was working on, and um, now I'm um, busy plotting and writing the Christmas book. Um, so I'm hoping that that's going to kickstart my uh, next writing what shall I say, my next writing block, because I'm hoping that I can just kick on from the Christmas book into the book that I abandoned. Um, so that's my hope. Um, and so far, uh, it's going all right. You know, it's the first bits of the book, so um, I'm still working out the plot um, wholly, but I am writing. So, I mean, I wasn't not writing, but it's it's all very strange. It's very strange to um, describe, but, you know, that's where we are. Have you considered during this to do a co-write? Sometimes it helps. Well, I, I may be doing a co-write next year. It's on pause at the moment, whether it's going to happen or not. So I don't think having a co-write at the moment would be precisely the thing for me to do anyway, because I would. I know it does hold you accountable, and I understand that is a good thing. However, at the moment, I'm not sure um, I'd be that reliable because of, um, you know, ongoing ongoing parental issues. So um, I think I did say last time, but I have restarted with a personal trainer, so I had um, my third um, training session with uh, her this week and so that's going well um it's actually really good you know like it's two years over two years since i last had a personal training session it's very it's very good to again it's accountability isn't it so it's a bit like co-writing with someone um i no matter what i feel like i have to get up and go to the uh, personal training session and uh do all the things she tells me to but the good thing about having a personal trainer is you don't have to think about what you're going to do you just do it and sometimes it's more difficult than others like the rowing machine hate it but um you know other things i quite like you hate the rowing machine that's my favorite thing oh i hate the rower hate it why i just don't i don't like pulling on things i've got weak arms i don't like it <laughs> well you won't after you keep going keep it up <laughs> So that's exciting. Um, now, here's, <laughs> I've got two things that are the, the yin and the yang here. So I also, in really exciting news, got my tax return back from my uh, accountant. Now, I gave my tax return in in April, and it's taken this long to get it back to me, TB. Ridiculous. But anyway, um, my tax, it turns out that my turnover for the year was my best year yet. So that's very exciting because you know what? I knew it would be good but I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. So clearly I'm not very good at numbers <laughs> or even that they've got it wrong. But I was going to go back to them and say, are you sure this is right? Because this is not what I, you know, the ballpark figures I worked out are not exactly this. They seem to say it's right, so uh, okay. When um, you worked out your ballpark figures, did you use a calculator? 
Oh, maybe that was where I was going wrong. No, I have. <laughs> I do have a spreadsheet where I input everything in, and it's. And my wife set it up because she's an accountant, so it's automatically done. So unless she's yeah. unless she's done it wrong, but she's very meticulous and, and analytical. So yeah, maybe I'm just not very good at putting the numbers in. It's probably human error. Let's face it. So on the on the exciting side, I had my best year, um, my best tax year yet. So that's really good. But um, also, it's not a but actually. It's an also. Um, I got my first ever money from UK Library Borrows TV. So, mm. so you know, like if you if you if you're a wide author, you can go into all the digital uh, libraries like Overdrive and Bibliotheca and Baker and Taylor, and they will distribute to uh, libraries digitally. But um, if you register your books with the British Library and the public lending right, and you can register your audiobooks, your ebooks, and your print books. Uh, and then if you do that, they will then register your name against the ISBN and then you register your bank account. And then when people borrow them from an actual library in the UK or Ireland, you get paid. Excellent. Now, this has never happened to me before. Uh, you know, I get I get a lot of library borrows via the digital lo- uh, online stuff, but this is all mainly print. I do register ebook and audio, but I've never been paid for anything like that, of that yet. So I think I got about 500 borrows overall, which, you know, it's not huge. And um, I think I got paid like less than £100. But the thing is, do you know what? I, I've got very big payments from different, you know, books and things. But I've, I think I was the most thrilled about this one. <laughs> and it's so weird, isn't it? But it's the first payment. And I'm really, I'm really thrilled to know that people are borrowing my print books from libraries in the UK. Excellent. Excellent. And you didn't you also get a lot of uh, bookstore requests as well? I did, yeah. So, yeah, so, so you know, print books. I mean, my print book percentage has whacked up this year uh, just selling online via Amazon and, and uh, Ingram Spark. It's really gone through the roof. But uh, library borrows, I'm very pleased about that. But on the that's the UK ones. Ireland, zero. Nobody's borrowed one of my books in Ireland. Do they not know I'm Irish and I've got an Irish passport? I don't know what to say, except that they probably do know you have your Irish passport and that you're yet another British person claiming to be Irish when it works out to your favour. So, Ireland, um, go and request my books from your um, libraries, please, and read some. So, at least I'll get, like, you know, you get 11, 11 pence per borrow. So, you know, I, won't get, I, I need two euros for them to pay me. So, if someone can go and request 20 of my books and then read them all, that'd be great. Thanks. Right. Um, I don't know if that works out. Yeah, it's probably about right, isn't it? Right. So, uh, and, and anything else what I've been doing? Oh, I went away to uh, a weekend, a university reunion with uh, four of my friends, dear friends from university. We've been mates um, for a very long time. Uh, and we went to one of our houses who's got a hot tub and an outdoor um, pizza oven and a house big enough to sleep us all and so that was lovely we went cheese and wine tasting oh do you know one other thing very fitting for this uh, episode we on the saturday afternoon we're all a bit tired because you know we're all old now so we went cheese and wine tasting uh, and then we came home and it was a pretty bleak day it was cold it was raining it was windy so um, my friends got a really lovely lounge with a massive log burner big telly so we lit the log burner we got cups of coffee curly whirlies and we watched the holiday beautiful oh the the movie the holiday yes yes oh okay um but can you go back a second hmm. a pizza oven outside yes what how what 
so like a freestanding pizza oven outside. No, like they've got. Um, she's got a brick built, specifically built in her garden, and then she's got a cupboard seating area, and so she's got and she's got like a sign up saying pizzeria, so you can go and you make. She's got like work surface there, so you can roll out your dough, and then you get the big paddle and put it in the pizza oven, and then the table and chairs covered that you can sit and eat it. Did you guys do that? We did in the freezing cold. Was it delicious pizza? It was delicious. And it was just, yeah, lovely to eat it outside. Even in the cold, we had red wine, lovely pizza. Great. It wasn't mold wine? No, just red. Well, I would have had mold wine because it was cold. Yeah, but... (laughs) But that's just me. (laughs) It goes cold too quickly, you see. No, you just keep drinking it. Oh, okay. (laughs) So that's me. So I had a lovely uh, time away. And um, my books are being borrowed in UK libraries, so it's all good here. Yeah, but except for Ireland. Ireland is failing you. Ireland is failing me. I was a bit sad. I, I, I opened the, the statement and I was like, how much are not? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't need a lot to be excited. I only needed over two euros and then I would have been really excited. But zero was the number. Thanks, Ireland. Hmm. Comments, comment well, monitor. Maybe, maybe put two euros down for your 2022 goals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> come, right. on, come on, Ireland. Comments, you you can help me out. Help me out. Comments on this site. We had a comment from Cameron Darrow, a fellow Let's Fake author. Uh, Cameron said, just caught up on the Ask Us Anything episodes. Thank you for answering my questions. I appreciate it. So we appreciate the questions. It worked out. We're all very appreciative. Yeah, absolutely. It is that time of year where we should be appreciative of everybody. Yes. It's that, you know, magical time of year where we should all get along. It's a magical place. Oh, no, that's Toys R Us. That's not Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what about you? Comments? None. Uh, so no comments and no Irish borrows. No. Wow, it's a rough episode it's a rough, so far. <laughs> it's a rough time, not gonna lie. Yeah, you're still smiling. I am, I am. Okie dokie, should we, uh, should we slide on into the holiday time? Let's slide on in. So um, this episode, we just thought we'd uh, talk about happy holidays okay i'm going to stop saying that now um and you know whatever um holiday you celebrate uh how what are the things that you love about it how do you keep working through it if you choose to um and how do you navigate family and friends because it can be a little bit tricky can't it at this time of year so shall we start off with our favorite things about the time tb absolutely do you want to start well I was going to say, I, I also watched, as well as the holiday, in front of a log fire with a curly whirly. I mean, you can't get better than that, can you? Um, I watched yesterday Christmas at the Castle, which is a new Netflix uh, movie, and it stars Brooke Shields. Now, I started watching it, and I was like, who is that lady? I kind of recognise her. And, um, you know, I haven't seen Brooke Shields for years, and um, I liked it for a few reasons. Um, a... It's uh, Brooke Shields falls in love with a duke uh, in a Scottish castle. There's no murder, DB, so you'd be a bit sad about that. But um, it does have beautiful Highland scenery, a bit some dodgy Scottish accents, um, but it's very wholesome and lovely, and it's got some good lines. And Brooke Shields also, um, I think, produced it, so as well as starred in it. So, and I liked that it was an older couple romance. Okay, I'm on board for that. Wait, but. Go back a second. Does she try a Scottish accent? No, she does not. She is an American abroad. Okay, okay. 
So, but the other accents were a bit, uh, bit rubbish. Mo- most of them were okay. I just thought the Duke was a bit, um, he was a little bit up and down. I don't think he's Scottish. If he is Scottish, then he's got a rubbish Scottish accent. If you are Scottish, can you still have a rubbish Scottish <laughs> accent? Is that possible? Um, but it, there was did a, he, say, he did say the word murder. At he all, did but, not. Like, that's the test. No, I think he might have said murder because you know his, he was talking about his ancestors because uh, you know some of them did do bad things because he's like the 18th Duke of Dundumbar. Whoever came okay. up with that uh, gave had a little chuckle when they said, "Let's have it as the castle of Dundumbar." Anyway, yeah, so that was that was good. But but Christmas movies as a whole, as we know, I love them. I love the classic ones like The Holiday, Elf, Muppet Christmas Carol, um, Christmas with the Coopers. Um, what's the other one? The Grinch. But I do also love the uh, Hallmark Christmas Channel. Although I have to say, I haven't seen any new ones yet. But the other day, I did record a new one. And it's got lesbians in it. It's the first ever Hallmark Channel with a lesbian romance. It only took like 40 years of yes. people bitching about it. <laughs> so I haven't Hallmark watched... coming into the 21st century. Yes, haven't watched it yet. So I'll have to report back another time. Okay, okay. So my favourite thing about the holidays, which might surprise you because you're always surprised whenever I mention something to do with music because I've mentioned I'm really bad at knowing like who sung what and stuff like that but I love music and holiday tunes tunes is my one of my favorite things about the holiday time and I have a confession which may not go over well with some of our listeners because we've had some complaints about mentioning holiday tunes so early um I started listening to holiday holiday tunes well before Halloween this year (laughs) it's just been one of those years where uh we had a lot of hope at the beginning of the summer and then the hope started getting dashed and so I needed happiness and so I started listening to holiday tunes kill me or don't actually that's probably not a good thing to say these days don't kill me no don't kill me unless you use the Scottish accent for murder (laughs) maybe maybe I could get on board (laughs) yes have you got a a favorite one oh um was it Little Drummer Boy is that the one is that the name of it can't remember see this is where I fall down. This is why you think I don't like music. Because like when you drill down to like for the actual details, I'm like, I don't know. I just like to put it on and listen. Well, I'm with you on this one. Uh, there's a, a music station in the UK called Magic FM, um, and it is um, Cheese on Stick. But they've gone a 100% Christmas for December, and so I love it because uh, you know sometimes I'll put on Radio Five or Radio Six for a bit of indie. But sometimes you just want a bit of Christmas music, and so um, when we were driving around at the weekend, uh, I blasted the Christmas music out with my friends, and we were all singing along. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah, it is lovely, and I. it wasn't until this year when I started going for Adventures with Pepper, my car, that I realized one of the stations in, I think it's Worcester, which is not too far from Boston, but the station doesn't come in in Boston, and so when I was driving and I was searching for a radio station and I found it, I was like, oh my gosh, have this, has this been going on the entire time, or is it just, uh, hopefully just this year, I haven't missed it out before, but um, yeah, I'm just loving it. I love Christmas tunes. I don't know what they're called. I don't know who sings them, but I love them. Good. It's all that matters to me. Yes. The other thing I like is uh, food. So um, I've had some Christmas Mr. Kipling uh, fondant fancies, which are delicious and reminded me of my childhood. So what's a fondant fancy I hear you cry from over there in America, right? Yes. Yes. I was going to (laughs) ask. So a fondant fancy is a 
square of sponge, a square of vanilla sponge with a bit of sort of creamy buttercream on the top, like a like a bauble of buttercream on the top, and then covered in icing. So normally flavoured icing. So normally you get them and they're pink, yellow or brown. So they're lemon, strawberry or chocolate flavour, the icing. Uh, but the Christmas ones are... I don't know what flavour they are. They're, it would be great if they were Christmas flavour, wouldn't it? But they're they're sort of white and they're festive fondant fancies. But they just taste of pure sugar. And if you eat one, you get an immediate sugar rush. Um, but fondant fancies remind me of my childhood, so I'm very excited for them. But I also love mince pies. Uh, I know mince pies divide opinion um, across the world. But, you know, the British love a mince pie. And I love a mince pie, you will be unsurprised to know, covered in custard. I remember the first time I went to the pub, because I love pie, I'm a huge pie fan, so when I went to the pub the first time during the holiday season, and I ordered a mulled wine, and they set down this little thing on the plate, and I was like, what is this? And he's like, mince pie, and he had me at pie, and so I took a bite, and then I was like, this is the worst pie, this is just mean, why are they doing this to me? <laughs> mince pie for the uninitiated is, uh, there's not actual mince in it, which my wife was very upset about because she does like a bit of meat. So uh, she's like, oh, meat, mince pie, brilliant. I love a bit of uh, meaty pie. No, it's um, dried and candied fruit with sort of orange and cinnamon and cloves and Christmassy flavours. Delicious. Yeah, it was It was not what I was expecting, but um, I'm glad you were enjoying them. I used to try to tell them when they would pour my mulled wine, be like, please don't give me the mince pie because um, I didn't want to waste food. But they always, they don't listen. <laughs> so I was, I was stare at it. It comes with <laughs> it. It comes with it. Not every pub gives you a mince pie, you know. And see, I'm always thrilled when I find the ones that do. It's a 50-50 chance. Well, I'm glad you were in indulging because I also associate this time of year with yummy food. But it's mostly like dessert food. Mm. It's like... Uh, sugar cookies and pies and all that, so I'm enjoying that. But my next thing on the list, um, it's not necessarily holiday-themed, but I always do it at the holiday time, so I associate it with the holidays. Uh, I like to save a TV series uh, that has come out, and I like to binge-watch over the uh, Christmas and Boxing Day because um, there's really nothing else on TV, so I, <laughs> I like to save it and it's just kind of become a thing where like I stay in my pajamas all day I drink either hot chocolate or mold wine and I just enjoy a TV show unfortunately this year there is not a Mandalorian season I can binge watch because I've done that I think the past two years which I really enjoyed but I've been saving succession because who doesn't like bickering billionaires yeah. to really make you feel at home on Christmas <laughs> <laughs> well everyone's watching succession at the moment aren't they apart from me Yes, I, and it's, I've been staying off of Twitter a lot because I don't want the spoilers. So it takes effort these days not to get a spoiler for a major show because it's not... I think the last episode actually airs on December 17th, so it's just right in time for me to binge watch the third season. So I'm trying... So no spoilers, please. No spoilers. I know nothing about it, so no spoilers from me. But I will give you a spoiler on uh, The Great British Bake Off, because I know you watched one, and you remember Giuseppe? Yes. He won. Did he? He, he was lovely. Did. But what happened to Jürgen? How, long, how far did Jürgen go? Jürgen went out in the semi-final. Oh, it rough, was a, it was rough. a close call, but there were all four of them were brilliant. So, um, And then the final was up for grabs, but um, none of them did that well. 
Jürgen probably just uh, Jürgen Giuseppe just about edged it. Yeah, I've only watched that one episode, so you didn't spoil it much because um no uh yeah I don't <laughs> I don't have Netflix and I was watching it when I was at the Airbnb in P Town that was a while ago wasn't it Women's Week in October. And I was like, oh, I should watch Netflix because I don't normally have it. And then I started that, and I was like, well, this is stupid because I don't have it at home. <laughs> and I have so many streaming services. I'm tired of having to pay for all the different streaming services. So, mm. But I feel happiness in my heart for Giuseppe. He seemed lovely. He was. And I liked his curly hair. Yes. Great hair. Great baking. Well done, him. Um, yeah, so, and I think the one other thing I love about this time of year is Christmas market. Um, and also, of course, you have to have some mold, some wine or cider. But the only problem with that is that I do find as I get uh, older that I'm less tolerant of drinks that should be hot going cold. Ergo, if I drink mold cider and mold wine, I tend to get drunk quicker because I'm because I have to drink them while they're hot. So I drink it quicker than I would a normal glass of wine. So um, I mean, I know they are lower alcohol volume than a normal glass of wine. Yes, they are, <laughs> but still, they have got alcohol in them. So if you drink five in an hour, <laughs> probably gonna probably gonna feel a little bit drunk. <laughs> top tip, <laughs> top tip, everyone. Um, one thing we did do. Um, we went to a garden centre. Now, <laughs> in the UK, garden centres are things that are outside of London, in the country, for people with cars. But we were visiting one of my friends in November, and uh, we, so she took over us out to a garden centre. And they are great places to get new Christmas ornaments and things. So we got some of those... She's just moving her hands in the air, but I would like to remind Claire that this is an audio format. <laughs> We got some like dried fruits and cinnamon sticks and all that sort of thing. You know the things that people put in wreaths, like all those oh, sort of yes. the Christmassy, nice smelly stuff, right? So we got yes. those and then we put them in bowls around the house, but they quickly lost their smell. So this week, TB, I have ordered some Christmas spice refresher oil so I can drop it on to the things, and then lo, the house can smell of Christmas. I've been burning the um pine scented wax melts all week with my Christmas music. It's one of the things that helps get me ready for the day. Mm. So yes, I am trying to surround myself with happiness because yet again, we've had another shitty year. <laughs> Can I lodge a complaint with whoever? I'm tired of the shittiness. As we've said, I see 2020 is going to be a, a complete handbrake turn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I, Anyway, holly jolly. I can't, I can't put hope. I can't put hope on it right now. I just can't. Holly jolly TV. Right now, right now, I'm just looking forward to my day where I can binge watch Succession. Okay. Anything else on the um on the things you you look forward to? Um. Well, we mentioned the food. Uh, we mentioned the time off, and also I I I really like it when it gets darker earlier. I only like the dark nights early in December. When we get to January and February, I am ready for spring and I'm ready for more daylight but this time of year I love it I love uh, kicking off work around four going to the couch having hot chocolate reading I just love it it's cozy yes and I, and I love December because I love the build-up to Christmas I think um, with COVID it's been a very different experience because you're not getting out and about as much and going to bars and restaurants and Christmas parties and all that sort of thing and, and meeting up with friends but um, I am actually going uh, on my first um, uh, Christmas lunch th this week so that's nice meeting up with a writer friend um, so that'd be nice but yeah I, I do like the anticipation the tingle in the air well, who doesn't love a good tingle? 
Gotta love a tingle. What about lesfic TB? Any Christmas books in the lesfic genre that um, that you love? Well, you're throwing me a curveball. I wasn't expecting this question, <laughs> which I should have been in hindsight. One that I really enjoy and go back to is uh, written by Miranda McLeod, who I've co-written a lot uh, with, and her uh, book, Home from the Holidays. That one always makes me chuckle. And a lot of it, I mean, she just has this quirky sense of humor, which is why I enjoy working with her. But And that book has a quirky sense of humor. I think at one point, one of her main characters is dangling from a window naked, and there's a llama in a field. I mean, like, this is not something you encounter most no. romances. It's funny. And then I think uh, it's not a priest. What do you, is it a cleric? What's the term you guys use in Britain? Uh, vicar? Vicar. Thank you. A vicar also approaches. So, like, you have a naked woman dangling from a window, a llama, and a vicar. I think I got that right. I could be conflating a lot of things since it's been a while since I read that book. So, hopefully, Miranda is not listening to today's episode. But it's just funny. I love books that make me laugh, and her books always make me laugh. So, and it's Christmassy, and she just got a new cover for it, and it looks even more Christmassy. So, oh, there you go. I'll have to go and check out. How about out, you? I'll have to go and check out the new cover. And I was going to say that I have actually uh, read that book as well, and I did find it very funny. So, uh, yes, I would, I would double vote, double vote Miranda McLeod's Home for the Holidays. Did I get that scene right? Is it? Are those it? Do you remember that chapter? I did. Did I get it right? Yeah, I do, kind of, but you know. Don't ask me. I'm a lady of a certain age. Young? Young? Young. A young lady? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, young lady. What <laughs> lesbic, book do you, or lesbic books do you like for holiday times? Do you know what? I really, really want to read some new ones uh, because I've got ones that I reread. Uh, but I, I, I did start to read one. Now, I'm just going to check the uh, Amazon charts because um, I did start to read one the other day. Uh, and I quite liked it, so I'm going to read that one. <laughs> okay, is that good? Is that a good answer, TV? But while I'm looking for that, <clears throat> my go-to's are Jerry Hill chasing a brighter blue, uh, which is a fabulous romance. It's just you know classic. I mean, Jerry Hill is popular for a reason, right? And um, it is a classic romance um, set in a ski resort. There's a there's a wedding. There's a really awkward first meeting at first in the bar, so that's really good. Another uh, festive one I like is Jay's Under a Falling Star, which a little bit like Die Hard, is Jay's Under a Falling Star a Christmas book? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I don't care. Um, it starts off with a Christmas tree and it ends with a Christmas tree, and I think most of the action doesn't take place at Christmas, but, you know, the original premise, there's a Christmas tree, so, and that, again, is just a gorgeous romance. And Georgia Beer's Fresh Tracks, which is based on the, that week, that week when you're just full of cheese and port in between Christmas and New Year and a group of uh, lesbian friends go away for that week and there's lots of shagging people that you haven't shagged before and arguments and stuff. Are there arguments happening during the shagging? Because that's always kind of fun. Uh, no, but there is a... Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe um, we could get Georgia to do an extra chapter where people can argue while they're shagging, I don't know. I'm sure she wants extra work. Yes. <laughs> She's not I right. love your book, but can you do this instead? <laughs> can you imagine if we gave that uh, choice to readers? Oh, my God. <laughs> You'd be never-ending. Could, you, um, no. could you just write no. another chapter with um, when so-and-so could get uh, this ending? Because I, I didn't... No, no, let's not say that. Let's cut this out. Cut it out. No. <laughs> 
And the one I was looking at um, that I think I'm going to give a go is Lily Seabrook uh, and her new one, Silent Night. Um, I really loved the... I lo had, did a look at the look inside the other day and I really loved it. And she promises it's a light-hearted, festive read. And I'm in the mood for that. So um, what's not to love? And, and Lily is this, the kindest person you'll meet on social media. So I wholeheartedly endorse you reading Lily's book. Okay. She's such a sweetheart. Okay, I've never read anything by her before, but I, I like the look of this one. I like the look inside, so I'm going to commit to reading it. Uh, and I'm just looking at the charts. I mean, if you if you do want a lesbic read, there's quite a few, and I love to see it. So just go and have a look at the Amazon lesbian uh, romance charts or lesbian fiction charts, and you will see covers with snow on. And what's not to like about yes. that? Yeah. Yes, and I think, doesn't Lily's cover have, like, a hot chocolate with marshmallows? It does. Yeah, I mean, there was not to pull you in on that one. That, to me, is the definition of Christmas or holiday time. On the work front, do you get a lot of work done this time of year? I do, traditionally. I think I always spend November and December kind of um, writing a first draft and then January hammering out the second draft and third. So this time of year, yeah, it's traditionally, it's always my books just fall that way. Um, I'm So I think that's why I'm quite... Uh, I was quite worried about getting nailing down the project I'm going to do because I need to get it gears in motion and get it uh, working. So I have done that, so that's good. Um, this time, though, I know that uh, I've got some um, family duties to fulfil. So I'm going to have to be I'm going to have to be like one of those people who've got you know a lot of family duties, like children things like that. I've just got elderly parents, so I'm going to have to sneak my work into the gaps where I can um, and try and make myself focus when I need to so that's my that's my goal over the holiday season because we're not quite often like my wife would take the three days off in between Christmas and New Year but because she's gone to Australia she will be working those days um, so I, you know really I can work those days as well so my plan is to try and get word goal shouldn't I but maybe I'm, I'm catching it from you I don't want to make any goal plans no goals suck you know why <laughs> Because a lot of times you don't hit them, and then you just feel bad. <laughs> I don't like to feel bad. So you, suck. So are you planning on working a lot in over the holidays? I'm not planning on doing a lot of writing, but as I mentioned in the intro, I have a lot of iHeartless stuff to do. Um, but no, my, my number one goal this December, because I've worked a lot mm. this year. I know yeah. I said that I didn't have any goals, but I ended up writing a lot more than I intended. So I am looking forward to having some downtime, really. I'm tired. Yeah. I always, I hit my wall usually at the end of November, and I'm just ready to, like, limp through the rest. And this is the time of year where I can curl up on the couch and watch telly and just be nice to myself, because it's the holidays. Yes. You can't be nice to yourself on the holidays. I think you're doing holidays wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think, and, and to everyone, if, you, if you're listening and thinking, oh, I've got lots to do, but I think you just have to, look be realistic about um what you are going to be able to do with friends and family commitments and yeah and just all the things that christmas uh, demands of your time so don't over uh, book yourself because you want to enjoy it as well it's a time of year to relax and take some time off and listen to music that you don't know the words for well i hope i've been good i hope i get gifts yes yeah have you worked actually out? i've I've, I've said not to get gifts because I, I am, even though I keep telling you not to doom 2022 by saying it's going to be better than 2021, I have decided the gift money should go into a travel 
kitty because I want to travel again. So that's my gift. I'm hoping, I'm hoping I can travel outside of New England. Yes, apparently, um, yeah, as you were saying, um, the self-publishing show might be going on again. I don't know. Uh, Somebody emailed me and asked me if I was going, but I hadn't seen it because I don't listen to that podcast anymore. So uh, don't tell James. Uh, But I hadn't seen it. So, but maybe I should go and put my name on the wait list just in case. I did add my name to the wait list with the feeling of even if I get a ticket, I may not be able to go because um, the last time I went with all of this madness, I got really sick. So (laughs) I might have to be smart about it, but also who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll have a miracle on Christmas and everything goes away. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Well, here's hoping for Christmas miracles, because if you can't have them this time of year, when can you? So, um... Let us know. What's your favourite things about the holiday? How are you planning to navigate friends, family, work, or whatever um, is going to be up in your grill, man? All of it, I suspect. Um, let us know. Uh, comment on the website, lesbianswhowrite.com. Email us. We'd love to hear from you. We really would. Uh, lesbianswhowrite at gmail.com. Facebook us. Twitter us at lesbianswhowrite. And Instagram me at clairefic. And we probably should make an announcement. Um, since it is the holiday time, we are taking off the month, and so we re- will be returning in the new year. Yes, so uh, this is your final episode before the new year. The next episode will release on January the 10th. So um, we've got like three or four weeks before we're going to speak to you again. So we're not going to be releasing episodes uh, from our backlist um, throughout those four weeks. We're just going to have some time off the podcast because it's important to do it. But here's the thing. If you want to listen to us, if you want more of us, you're thinking every Monday, oh my God, I can't survive. Go back and listen to some episodes from 2019 and 2020. They're still there. They're accessible. I wonder how the early episodes where we were so excited about 2020. <laughs> Go back and listen to us be really excited and say and say exactly the same thing as we're saying now. It can't be any worse than last year, can it? <laughs> um I was watching, I can't remember what TV show I was watching, but they, it started out, the first episode of the season started out on New Year's of 2020, and I kept screaming, don't do it, save us all, don't do it. <laughs> Have a fantastic holiday season, a great new year, however you're celebrating, and we will see you all chipper for 2022. In the meantime, yes. keep writing, take care. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Follow us on Twitter at Les Who Write or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. And sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode. Head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time.